Hey, welcome to Barreled in Truth Podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Torio. And here on Barreled in Truth, we're going to be talking about all things in life with a biblical reformed perspective while we drink a glass of bourbon and smoke a cigar. Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to Barreled in Truth Podcast, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we got kind of a special episode for y'all today. Uh, we're super excited to have Chris. Um, he is the pastor at Karis Church, where we all attend. Um, we have him on the podcast today. We're going to be kind of talking about um, Good Friday. Our Good Friday service is coming up. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through that, man. Chris, you want to kind of tell them about yourself and stuff like that not really but i will come on man <laughs> come on bro come on bishop <laughs> i'm chris hall uh i guess planting pastor at Karis church uh been in ministry for 28 years um oh. doing everything from youth ministry part-time full-time associate pastor uh been a part of well this is my third church plant um Married to my beautiful bride, Jessica, um, which is today's kind of a special day for us. It's the eight-year anniversary of her saying yes to me. Well, shout out to the first lady. to the first lady. Yes, for, for her saying yes, I was so out of breath walking down on the beach. And she's like, I thought you were in shape. What's wrong with you? And I was just so nervous. But anyway, so. Side note, he's a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, just disclaimer, this man is swole. He's a walking muscle. I eat a lot. The just... brother works out every day at four in the morning. Don't let him fool you. She feeds me good. But yeah, so married Jess have have three beautiful awesome kids um, and one awesome awesome really uh, grandkid so uh, God's been really good to me and gracious to me I'm honored to be here so proud of you guys and, and grateful that you're a part of Karis Church so thanks man we're super excited bro I'm excited to have him on like he's gonna be a regular like it's uh it's really I'm cool sorry in advance <laughs> <laughs> man it's super cool to get together man and just talk you know you, you guys know that Verald and Truth is nothing but raw uncut unfiltered bible you know yep. that cash drink bible yes sir you know? mm. <laughs> so. you're gonna get that bible yeah man yeah man i'm i'm excited to have you on chris um you know like we said before you know this is our pastor but more than that he's also our brother and friend you know Amen. when we get yeah. together it isn't what you think it is you know we are extremely honest with each other mm -hmm. we get into Facts. each other's crap you know we are transparent we hold each other accountable and you know a lot of that is really a testament to chris's leadership you know he's played mm -hmm. a a huge impact on our lives um exactly so, right so we're actually in here you know we just filmed some content for our good friday service chris what's good friday what's that all about <laughs> good friday is just a day the church historically is just set aside to really kind of commemorate and remember the the crucifixion of jesus um it's it's i'm not as disciplined as i should be in fasting but that is a day that I typically fast every year um, just as a because it is traditionally a day of penance and fasting and just giving and uh, doing your best to, to try to meditate on the cross of Christ and and what he went through not just physically but emotionally and spiritually which is what we unpacked last year at our Good Friday service uh, which was really raw and graphic and and intense um, but I think that we we so often kind of take the gospel and the cross for granted because we hear it so much especially if you've been in church as long as i have which is 40 years sometimes you it kind of loses its its power 
because you get so numb to it because you're so used to hearing it and preaching it and teaching it and and good friday is just a day to just really just hone in and and really just meditate on what christ did for us uh, which is why good friday services are so special to me um, so i'm excited about this year yeah man and, and you know just a, a side note like the word of god hits different on an empty stomach bro <laughs> Hey, last I'm, year, I'm tell hey, you. man. Last year, last year, it was it was really awesome, man. Um, if you guys aren't in a local church and go to a Good Friday service, man, like last year's service was surreal for me. Um, you know, going through the fasting, which is hard. Um, we can't do that on our own strength, right? You know, we have to rely on the spiritual strength from the Holy Spirit to do that. Um, we want to eat, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I normally eat five meals a day, so that's gonna that's nuts. That's not. It's gonna suck. If I eat five meals a day, I'd be six hundred pounds. And he legit pounds. eats five times a day. I told y'all this man is a this man is a low key bodybuilder. <laughs> trying to tell you, it's the only hobby I got. So. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Like it was just last year was so crazy, man. You know, I walk in the building and like the feeling is just different. You know, mm-hmm. in person, seeing in, you know, uh, when Chris was preaching, man. Like every person in this congregation was crying. Like it was just so surreal to. Mm-hmm to feel to feel that you know to, to feel the emotion in the room you know god's presence being here because we're literally talking about christ mm-hmm. crucified and how gruesome it was mm-hmm. and that he he didn't even have to do it he, he did it in his own wheel and they didn't even kill him right <laughs> you know he, he allowed down. it to happen right yeah and that's 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 what's crazy you know i, I feel like you know uh, oftentimes we forget about that yeah that was kind of a book then you know i'll Peter preaching in Acts 2 and 4, he says, you uh, you crucified the Son of God at the hands of lawless men. He kind of put the murder of Jesus on that crowd. Um, but at the same time, you know, it was Jesus who said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down and I have the power to lay it down and to pick it back up again. And so, again, Good Friday is just that day to, <clears throat> it's really a very good day to fast because when you come into a Good Friday service, it's not, the goal isn't necessary to make sure there's not a dry eye in the room it's just to present the 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 scriptures and and how the scriptures reveal to us kind of what jesus went through and and but not only just physically like i said you can look at the the history and the graphic nature of the scourging um which led to the crucifixion uh and the crucifixion itself which was um just a way for the Romans to maximize suffering before death. Um, but more than that, as we as we looked at last year, that uh, that penal death that Jesus died there on the cross mm-hmm. that that was the true nature of his suffering. You know, um, where he cries out to his Father, "Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" And so that was what we really kind of honed in on after we looked at kind of the timeline there of what he went through physically. Uh, but it was there that he suffered most, where he mm-hmm. suffered that abrupt loss of communion with the Father and the Spirit, um, as God took the sin of Chris Hall and placed it on Jesus. Come on, um, my, my, my. and so that's that's a good again, just a great opportunity because we we preach Jesus, we preach the gospel every week, and 
uh, we're going to continue to do that until you know uh, there's no air left in my lungs or Jesus comes back. But um, a Good Friday service is again just that opportunity to really just kind of hone in and meditate and listen to the Word of God talk about what Christ did for us. And so when mm-hmm. we look at Galatians three, we'll talk about Him becoming a curse for us, which is um, something that's still pretty deep there uh, when it comes to the atonement. For sure. So, I love that. Um, you know, so when we think about the Good Friday service and just, you know, the message of Good Friday leading up to the most attended service of the year, Easter, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say, you know, to the person that's asking, maybe they're a young Christian, maybe they're a new Christian, you know, maybe they're still trying to figure this out. What does this truth mean for in the everyday life of a believer. What does this mean to your faith as you go throughout your day, day to day? Well, I think it, 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 it a lot of things, but one of those is peace. Um, and the fact that I don't have to um, earn God's favor mm. by religious do goodness or, uh, you know, a religious checklist um, what you uh, mean man you gotta work to get that favor man that's what they know, say yeah so that's i don't crazy, have to man. because you know I, I one of the one of the disciplines that i that i try to have daily is to uh not only preach the gospel to myself but also uh just allow god to love me in the gospel mm, uh and on. just he my, he's my, so my. gracious to remind me that i'm a son yeah, you know, and 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 the only reason that I'm a son is because of the eternal love and affection that He chose to show me in His Son Jesus, which is made possible through the atonement and the, and the work on the cross. And so, a, a person who's a young Christian, they need to meditate on the gospel and the cross daily because it's so freeing to understand. I grew up in a church culture which kind of pushed you toward this idea of um, your sanctification being about you. They they always wanted to make justification about Jesus and sanctification about self and and, and whoa, your performance. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nah, nah, hold That's up, wait, I, man! I need the Oregon. I need the man. You gonna make me what? Hey, run that back. What do you so, mean by that? Come on. So I grew up in a church culture, obviously, in what most people call the Bible Belt. I call it the tradition belt because most people here put their Bibles away a long Come time on. ago. Uh, Bible but, that so it's 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 just that idea of um, not doing anything to hurt your testimony, you know, and not going here, not going there. I went on mission trips before that said, "Hey, don't go around this corner because if you do, people are going to think ill of you." And I'm like, "If I am what Scripture says I am, they should think ill of me." Come on, come on, because bro. I'm a sinner, right? Yeah. And so I'm a sinner saved by grace. I had this conversation with a. Um, first generation kid his parents were literally born in africa and he was sitting in my office today uh just a side note i'm also I'm by vocational uh, uh service service manager at kia of greenville there but and that so says something I'm, I'm 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 talking to this kid and faith comes up and uh you know i kind of talked to him about this idea of you know uh not performing to gain god's favor I'm sitting at Kia of Greenville in, in my office talking to this kid about if you're a believer, you have God's favor in the performance of Jesus. We're not the ones who said to Telestai. Jesus is. Mm, my so goodness. All of the work that re- was required for atonement 
and and the propitiation of God's wrath towards us as sinners yeah. was done at the cross in Christ Jesus. So my Christian witness is not about my performance, but it's about the performance and the work of Christ. So it's never look at me; it's always look at Him. And so when you when Come you on. when you practice and preach the gospel to yourself every day, it kind of reminds you to do that to just rest in the fact that I don't get to be lazy with my sanctification. Yeah, and that's why John one sixteen kind of reminds us that we need grace upon grace. Yeah, the same grace that saves me and sanctifies me is the same grace that sanctifies me and purifies me. But it's not about my performance. It's always about the performance of Christ and Christ in Lord. me through His Holy Spirit. So, bro, that's mm. so good. You know that that's so good, man. You know, I and that's something that. If you guys that listen to us and, you know, for those that are around us in our day-to-day -day life, we talk a lot about resting in Christ. Mm. Um, you know, as believers, that's where we really find peace at. We rest in Christ. And you said something um, that I really, I really love. You talked about how, you know, we credit Jesus for our justification, but we also need to credit him for our sanctification. Mm -hmm. Come you know, on. Mm -hmm. I, I love that because, you know, and I was actually having this conversation last week with someone. You know, I told someone online, we were chopping it up online. I told him, I said, look, you know, we talk a lot about justification by faith alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, we, and we make a big deal of that, as we should. But, I, but we also need to make a big deal of the fact that not only does Christ take credit for the justification, but he also takes credit for the sanctification. 100%. 100%. You know, Paul told the church in Philippi to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. It wasn't working for their salvation. Um, it was their salvation working itself out in, in their lives through... Uh, because you know the scripture tells us that we were saved unto good works right mm, so our salvation is supposed to work itself out in our lives but he was also very careful to say in that same verse that for it is God who works in you both to, to will and to and work Come on. Uh, according to his good purpose so the the will that I have to serve God doesn't come from me you know oh, that's so that, good. that comes on. from from God in Christ Jesus yeah. and the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't get to take credit for anything good here. Everything good that happens in Chris Hall happens because of God and His grace. And the, again, that grace that sanctifies me uh, is the same grace that justified me in Christ Jesus. So, see, I, it's dude, always pointing to Jesus. Man, I, I love that, bro. And, and uh, it, it's crazy because you know I've been reading through Galatians a little <clears throat> bit because you know that's the next one we're going to after Hosea. <laughs> Um, and, and this verse right here, me and Carly, uh, my wife was talking about it the other day, but I just want to read this verse real quick, or these couple of verses. It's uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, um, where Paul's, you know, writing these letters to the churches of Galatia, and he's like, you know, we ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners, yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. And this, this part is what hit me when Paul says, but if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ in a servant of sin? Mm. Certainly not. Amen. And yeah. it proves that right mm -hmm. there, man. I love that. 100%. 
you know, when, when he's talking about that, if 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 I'm not justified by my works, I'm not sanctified by them. Come on. Now, Scripture tells us my that goodness. faith without works is dead. That, you know, that's again, that salvation working itself out in your lives. But we don't do that with the motive of working towards more upright standing before God. Mm-hmm. We do that because we know that we weren't just saved from, we were saved to, and we were saved unto those good works. But it is God who gets credit for them still, because without Him working in me, I don't even have the will to serve Him. Yeah, and I love that too, because uh, we hear about works all the time. But, you know, and of course, you know, like my take on it, you know, the way that I understand it is that, you know, if we are truly a believer and, you know, Christ is really in our heart, we're going to produce works naturally correct because of him being mm-hmm. in our life you know we always talk about all the time of you know um our actions mm-hmm. are portrayed through what we spend time in so if we're spending time with god our father you know we're sitting there spending time with him soaking up his love and you know resting in him we're going to talk about it we're going to mm-hmm. produce good works because it says in ephesians that or Paul says in Ephesians that we're to be implementers of God. We can't do that without producing works naturally. Correct. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, pride, uh, Piper talks about how, you know, pride crushes under the weight of the gospel. And and I love him for that because the, the closer you stand Gosh, to the cross, the less prideful you are. And mm. it's so Woo. weird that we have to come to God in humility to recognize ourselves as sinners in, it just in, in order to be saved. Right. Right. Um, it's so weird to me how that transforms itself into religious pride in this in the sanctification process because when you look in in scripture and you see the the three tenses of salvation we have been saved right uh-huh. come on from from the penalty of sin we are being saved from the power of sin and ultimately in the resurrection that's our sanctification and ultimately in the resurrection we will be saved from the presence of sin there is no room for an ounce of human pride in any of that so why would i why would i make my sanctification about my own pride Mm -hmm. and saying hey look at me i abstain from this and i don't do this and i don't do that and i don't watch that movie and i don't say swear words and i tell people all the time when they know i'm a pastor i'm like listen you go hear me say some stuff come on bro come on (laughs) But I'm going to point you to Jesus because I'm going to be looking at him and talking to him on the way home. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. That's it right right. there. So, again, there are certain things that are becoming of a Christian, but those working towards those things only happen through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, not my own doing. Mm. So, again, there is no room for an ounce of pride anywhere in our sanctification process, which is a lifelong journey, and I call that our grace journey, right? Yep, love it. And so love it, it is a grace upon grace journey, and I, God continues to give me grace as He continues to shape and mold me and make me more like His Son, Jesus. So the goal is not to make a better version of Chris, it's to make Chris more like Jesus. Come on. Nah, so hey, I love yo. That. I love Come on, that, bro. Man. So that's the importance, that. kind of circling all the way back around to the initial question of for a believer and talking about the importance of meditating on the cross and the gospel. I think that it kind of begins and ends there for me in terms of peace wow. and security and comfort and hope uh, and just knowing again when you when you allowed God to just love on you as a son um, and you, you you realize that that's only made possible because of His Son Jesus. Um, like it's just life altering and it's so freeing 
to know that I'm accepted, not because of works that I've done or works that I can try to muster up or anything like that, because that kind of religion does two things to people. It, it either leads to pride or despair, and no one wants to be around a, a prideful religious a-hole. Come on. You better preach, bro. <laughs> and I want to I wanna sit on that comfort part, man, because I, I hear this often. Uh, I know we all do is you know that there's always people out there Christians non-believers or who it may be everyone in the world is talking about you know I'm just trying to be comfortable I'm trying to find comfort or whatnot but mm -hmm. that that's why we point people to Jesus because mm -hmm. the only actual comfort that you can ever feel is in Christ mm -hmm. you know I, I want to you know uh, my mom uh, she actually said something t not too long ago for me um, you know she's kind of had a rocky past or whatnot and she told me she said um, a lot of these people that do drugs <clears throat> you know uh, meth or you know pot or whatever it may be you know a lot of these uh, a lot of these people that do that they're chasing this this high feeling and my mom has recently got on fire for God and she she called me we talked for like an hour and a half and she said Devin you know I've done stuff in my life and you know I know all these people that's, that's done these drugs and they chase this high and she was like I want to tell you that the fire that I feel for God right now is what they're chasing amen. in drugs man. amen and that is that's amazing that's, wow. dude, that's beautiful man because like you're getting that in in God it's the biggest high you can feel and I've felt that we've wow. all felt that that fire that we have and it's man it's incredible yeah you know that brings to mind something that Jesus said in Matthew uh, where he says, Come to me, all those who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, because my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And he Love was talking that. to a, a crowd who was essentially being oppressed by religion and tradition and the idea that they somehow could not measure up. And I love what Jesus said in Matthew 5 when he says, your, your righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees in order to enter into the kingdom of, of heaven. And we know that the only way to do that is have the righteousness of Christ imputed and imparted to you as a believer, as a son or daughter of God. And he's, he, what he's doing in, in those statements is offering peace and security and comfort. Um, so I don't, we don't have to worry about relying on works of righteousness and law because we know that biblically speaking, that can never save us. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not going to sanctify us either. Alone. Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> something that you know I've really been coming to grips with is when we think about the life of the Christian. There's from and there's for. Mm. What we see online is I'm gonna work for my righteousness mm -hmm. i'm gonna work for mm -hmm. you know me to be accounted as obedient mm -hmm. but when you look at the gospels and when you look at the pages of scripture the christian operates from oh, the righteousness Amen, of christ 100 you know you I know where you're going do you the obedience That's that you're accounted to comes from christ yes we, we don't have to mm. try to earn righteousness Come and a on. lot of what i see on christian social media mm -hmm. it's nauseating it, it's, it's it it gives me a headache mm -hmm. and and this is another episode for another day which we, i'd love to have chris a on for this talk but about the reason why so many christians well, people that may have been considered Christians are deconstructing or walking away is because you have people 
online and people out there that are making them feel like they have to earn righteousness they mm-hmm. have to earn they have to they have to prove themselves to be obedient mm-hmm. but when you are in Christ it is from the righteousness of Christ that is afforded to you that you live in it Boy. is from the obedience Amen. of Christ that you 100%. live in you know, mm, I love that Christ took on the wrath of God there is nothing that we have to do in this life to try to appease God's wrath Amen. And, and it's not that we are, you know, preaching a antinomian message where we're saying, you know, the law doesn't matter. But what we're saying is that Christ fulfilled it. And it is from Amen. being in mm. Christ that we are able to operate and walk in holiness and walk in righteousness because it's afforded to us in Christ. Well, I Amen. love that. 100%. You said it right there. Yes, sir. You said it right there. Amen. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, before we, I know, I know we press for time because you got to get to your broad. Chris, what would you say to the person that, you know, they've been beat upside the head with a works-based righteousness? They've been, you know, beat down about you need to do, 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 do mm-hmm. in order to be considered truly a Christian or to be accepted by the Lord. Like, What, what, what would you say? I would say read Galatians. Um, facts. I would say study the gospel study grace um i've been there i spent most of my um, life as a believer and even as a staff member in in churches where everything seemed to be performance driven yeah uh and somewhat uh man-centered even in the way the gospel was presented uh the way sanctification was presented the songs that we sang the the sermons that were preached uh, it, it seemed to be very man focused and man centered. Yeah, and I would just say, look to Jesus. Um, yeah, come on, just Whoa. just look to Jesus. And yeah, and, when, and when you look to Jesus, you you see a savior, and you see a savior who saves you from the tyranny of religious do goodness. Come on, uh, my, which kind of binds my. the human spirit, and it, it, it and again it can either create uh, the sanctimonious, prideful a whole Christian or religious person or uh, it can it can lead to such despair that people just walk away and they walk away because they feel like they don't measure up well the good news is you don't measure up Jesus did that for you and you can just live your life resting in the fact that I mean I know I know I don't measure up yeah I know that it's so good but but I have so much peace in the fact that I don't have to I don't have to because we're gonna, you know, next next Friday on April the seventh, we're gonna celebrate the one who did that for us. Come on. He measured up as the perfect law keeper and became a curse for me and my place yeah. as a transgressor of the law. Come on. I'm the transgressor. Yeah. I don't measure up. Come I'm on. the sinner. But God put that on Christ and he became a curse for me. So Ooh. that I might be a son of God. Somebody cue the organ. And so, again, I would just say kind Come of rest on. in that and look to that and, and, again, get into the discipline of just meditating and, and, and preaching the gospel of grace. It's it's all That's why we're Karis Church. Yeah. Uh, because it's grace and it's grace upon grace. And so, um, like I said, I've been there. I understand it. 
I've spent a lot, a large part of my Christian life and even on staff at churches at times where I was kind of that older brother and the prodigal son yeah. where everything was about my performance and look at me and what I've done and I don't do this and I don't do that so someone recognized me and pat me on the back um, and I think that when we behave that way and believe that way we're functionally not believing the gospel Come on, um, and we're wow. kind of forgetting the gospel of grace um, so that's where we rest and I, I love that too because I, Chris has said this a lot and it, it constantly uh, plays back in my head of the interest to heaven is perfection and Christ was perfect mm. you know he, he lived in a sinful world like we do and did it in perfection mm-hmm. and I love that that he became a curse for us like that's something that is is so beautiful to me um and it hurts it really does um when you think about that you know mm-hmm. whenever we, we when we do these good friday services man like the reason that i was talking about people crying is because they feel that it's like man he did not even have to do this that kind mm-hmm. of love is not seen in the world that it's not like you were talking about uh, this past sunday of being nice to people like mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard for us just to be nice to someone mm-hmm. and and but what did what did what did jesus the way that jesus looked at peter when he denied him three times mm-hmm. i love you yeah we're we're repeat offenders of sin but he still loves us he's still waiting there for us to come back to come him come on mm-hmm. like that is That's so good that is mm-hmm. crazy man and you know you guys know that listen to us and bear on the truth like we are all broken sinners and we know mm-hmm. that and we've what what God has brought us through and what God has brought us from is insane. It's it's crazy because mm-hmm. that's what I love about Barrel and Truth Podcast is because and, and we'll get into this <clears throat> kind of testimonies and stuff, you know, and, and talk about some stuff about what God has done in our life. But when you really get down to it and people tell you what they really used to be like not not this fake mask that they put on on daily life mm-hmm. and show you what they want you to see but when you really get down behind that and get in their heart and they start telling you about where they really came from mm-hmm. it's like and god just got a little better that it's it's insane the things that he brings us out of and, and the seasons that he brings us to through and the the struggles that he brings us through it can, that can only be done with the spiritual strength of him because mm-hmm. our strength is weak man very, very weak, weak. <laughs> One of the things that haunted me for most of my life was, was guilt, um, and you can't outwork that. Come on, um, you can't. There, there's not enough. Um, and we all understand biblically. Even the Apostle Paul, for ranking Christians, he wins, right? Facts. But, yeah. um, and even he, you know, after meeting Jesus, understood there's nothing good that dwells within him. Wretched man, so I am. there's there's no amount of religious do goodness that can overcome the guilt and the shame mm. that I feel as a sinner. And one of the things that kind of haunts me is not just the sins that I've committed because I'm very in tune with who I am as a jacked up sinner. Um, it's the sins that I know that I'm capable of apart from grace. Boy, you can say hey, that. Um, hey, come and on. And those are the things that somewhat sometimes kind of haunt me, mm-hmm. but also kind of just continue to point me to Jesus and say, thank you, God, for saving me. That's so good. Uh, and kind of preventing me from doing the things that I know that my heart is capable of doing. Um, and there's no amount of religious do-goodness. Again, Jesus is the one who gets to say to Telestai, it's, it's finished. The, oh. the, the work is done. I'm going to get a tattoo you know, of that. I get to rest in, I get to rest in that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and because I get to rest in that, I get to work for that. Mm. And it frees me. It wow. frees me to work for that and kind wow, of point wow. people to Jesus. And so again, I'm just grateful. If there's anything that you know I could ever just leave someone with, it's if, if, if you're a Christian, your your Christian testimony and your witness is not about you and your performance. You're you're a sinner saved by grace. You don't point people to you and your performance, or you don't point Come people on. to the performance of your pastor and your church. Come on. You point people to Jesus who saved us. Come on. Come on. And Come on, Bishop. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, man. That's good. Um, I know we this was a little bit longer episode, but it was because we had you know we have a special guest on, and if you guys that are listening, if y'all rock with this and y'all want more of this, y'all need to like this episode up, share it, listen to it, share it, you know tell tell your friends, tell your aunties and your mamas and them <laughs> to Go listen on. to this yeah, episode so uh, that we can have Chris Hall back on. Because um, he's Look gonna be a regular, to he will be a regular for sure. He's he's he'll definitely get a t-shirt. He don't know, know he don't know it yet, but I mean he's on the team. Yeah, he's, he's part of he's, a, he's a part the of the podcast. He just don't know it yet. I don't know it yet. But thank you guys for having me. Love y'all. I'm grateful for you. Yeah, man, we love you, bro. Um, man, I I love you from the bottom of my heart. You've been such a big influence in my life and um, in my wife's life, man. It's it's just it's crazy. Um, Man, uh, again, if you guys love this episode or whatnot, definitely like it, share it, follow us, um, you know, comment on our TikTok videos. Again, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, Anchor is now called Podcasters if you want to watch and there. And now YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. and now we have a YouTube channel that I will be posting the videos of these. Um, unfortunately, this one will not have a video, um, so this one will only be available on the podcast platforms. Um, and you can find us at TikTok. At Barrel and Truth for all these TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, and YouTube now. So yeah, man, you guys come check us out. Um, for you all that have listened and are still here, thank you guys so much. I want to thank you from Barrel and Truth's bottom of our heart. Um, we love doing this for you guys. Uh, we have full time jobs. We do things for the church and we still make time for this because this is something we love to do and yeah. and we love to just sit here and talk about Jesus. Amen. So, yeah, man, thank you guys so much again for tuning in. We love y'all. Y'all keep drinking bourbon, keep smoking cigars, and keep reading your Bibles. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Later. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Michael. Uh, I work behind the cameras. You don't normally see me. Hopefully, I'll be uh, in front of the camera soon to do an episode here or there. Uh, But I just want to come and say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Barreled in Truth on Good Friday. Uh, We really enjoyed recording this one. Uh, Super happy to have Chris Hall on. Uh, We're going to be super happy to have him on again soon. And uh, we really do appreciate y'all, and we just want to give y'all a treat this week. Uh, We got some bloopers that we uh, recorded, and we're going to let you uh, hear them this week. Because we are, at Barreled and Truth, we are very open to our flaws and, you know, none of this is scripted. So we really do appreciate y'all being here and we appreciate y'all listening. We hope you enjoy. Why are you so high man? Good. He the one, he the one to high maintenance out of y'all, ain't he? Oh my god. Definitely Shatoria. I don't know. He ready to roll. You, you were you were not in the same room as him <laughs> on the guys trip, bro.
Oh, my, man got whole, my, my man got, got a whole routine, oh, though. Oh, yeah, I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a routine, got a, man. Listen, don't be mad at hey. pretty boy, though. You know hey, what I'm saying? I got, I got a routine, the same way. man. All right. I got no hair, and it takes me longer to get ready than Jess. <laughs> 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 These are the bloopers, Michael. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> All 